Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to our 21 News podcast. Aaron Simonek here, and I'm joined by Mr. Justin Jennings. He's the CEO of the Youngstown City School District. And I'm talking with him because after the district announced its reconfiguration plans for their buildings and students and teachers. Um, so, yeah, I'm joined with Mr. Jennings. Justin, thanks so much for chatting with me today. Thank you for having me. So we can start here. Walk me through this realignment plan, why it's being done. Uh, I was reading into the details and it and it sounds like a lot of work. Um, walk me through this realignment and, and why you guys are doing it. Well, um, when Mr. Mohip was here before me, they they turned our we got rid of middle schools and we turned them into K-8. So what we want to do is is basically take them back to what a true elementary and a true middle schools and high school should look like. So we have a pre-K through fifth grade. We'll have those buildings. We'll have a, um, two a middle school build, buildings, which which would be east at the um, McGuffey campus. And um, oop, I think I said that backwards, <laughs> but but east, east middle um, and um, Cheney middle. And then they both will feed into East and Cheney High School. So we're kind of redistricting, but also reconfiguring our district as well. Okay, now what's the main purpose of this? Is it to kind of help students learn the best way possible? What, what was What's your final goal with this redistricting? It's, it's really it's really a, a teaching and learning goal and, and aligning our curriculum because we were, we were put in a tough situation in which you we had middle school teachers or teachers who were middle school teachers teaching in elementary. And we just wanted to make sure we could align our curriculum that way. Really, when you look at curriculum, curriculum through a through the lens that we were we were teaching it from, um, there's not really a, a sixth grade curriculum in elementary. It's more middle school. So we wanted to make sure that we align those things as well. And it also helps prepare our um, scholars for for high school as well. So that transition is is a little easier and you're not transitioning from an elementary building to a high school building. You're transitioning from an elementary to middle school and then to high school. Right. That subtle progression would probably be better for the kids. Um, tell me why now, why is the district deciding to do this now? Have you guys been planning this for a few years? Well, um, I, I would love to take the credit and said that, that we decided to do it, but through our strategic plan and through our, our um, process of strategic planning and listening to our teachers, our community, our, some parents. This is this is the way that people want it to go. Now, now I will be honest and say this has always been uh, uh, one of the plans that I've had, but it just got it was just confirmed by uh, by the public what they wanted to see, and those middle schools were something that they wanted to see. A lot of our information from our parents is, you know, they they didn't necessarily want a kindergartner in a building with an eighth grader, and I think that's a big age gap, and I think it just makes our parents feel more comfortable. Absolutely. Now let's talk about bus routes. Um, students commute to school. Will this change drastically? Will this help students get to uh, their their designated schools quicker? Will it not really make a difference with bus routes? Well, we will. I mean, of course, we'll have to have some bus routes because right now we only run two routes, an elementary route and a high school route. So we will have to run some some routes like that. But we're also going to shrink our radius, our walk radius as well. So right now our walk radius is about a mile and a half. So we're going to shrink that down to get to get more of our scholars on the bus. 
and to make sure we, we get them here. One of our, our biggest challenges is we are losing students to charter schools because the charters will come right in front of their house to pick them up when they when they can go to one of our school buildings and then maybe a mile and a half away. And if you're a kindergartner or a first grader, we don't want you walking to school. We want to make sure that we provide transportation. So that's one of our goals is, is to make sure that we we shrink our, our walk radius, our ride radius to make sure that we can get our scholars to school safely. Okay, so it will require then some more uh, some more buses, some more routes then. Actually, actually, it, it's going to require more times, but not necessarily more buses, because we're still going to have the, pretty much the same amount of students, but the routes will be different because we won't have as many students on the bus as we had before, so we can have less buses with less routes. Okay. Now let's get into uh, talking about the teachers in the district. Will this require more hiring of teachers? Um, how will the teachers be shifted? Will a lot of them have to move uh, different buildings? How will that work? Well, they, they've already had their assignments. So this is the first year, I think, if you talk to our staff and, and maybe a long time in which they're going to leave this, they're going to leave next year and they, this year, the end of the school year, and they're going to know what their assignments are. So no, it doesn't, it does not necessarily require us to hire more teachers for the reconfiguration, but it does require us to hire more teachers for our, for our curriculum. So we are introducing a, a new and improved um, visual and performing arts curriculum. We're going to have more music options for our students, more theater options for our students as well. All right. And then I know I was reading uh, you guys actually have an online schooling option. Is this something? Tell me about the changes in this. Is this new? Do you think students will really like this option? Well, you know what? I, I, I've been firm on my beliefs with, with the virtual option. And I think we have had students who flourish in this option. We lose students to our virtual art, state virtual and other virtual programs. So we wanted to give that option too. Plus for me, from a safety standpoint, there's still parents who feel uncomfortable sending their, who are going to feel uncomfortable sending their, their children back to school with COVID still around. So we wanted to make sure we had a healthy option for those parents as well. Okay. And then where is this funding coming from? I'm not sure how much funds even would go into, you know, a redistricting plan, um, but how would this be funded and what's kind of the timeline of all of this to be completed? Well, I don't, as far as funding goes, this is our regular, I mean, our regular budget is not really going to, because we're not hiring more teacher, necessarily more teachers for this or more administrators, we're really staying with, with the numbers that we have. It's not going to really impact our budget in, in a negative way at all. As a matter of fact, it may end up saving money because we will we'll have the ability to um, not necessarily reduce, but have the ability to be more, fru um, be more frugal with, with the hiring that we have to hire, but also making sure that those, those teachers are um, certified in those areas, which we, we always do, but we, we'll make it a little easier. So it, it won't hit the budget at all, not in a negative way. Okay, and then do you guys expect this pretty much to be completed by fall or when are these changes yeah. going to be ready? Yep, we'll start school. We 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 decided to start school after Labor Day just to make sure we have all these things in place. And it's more of moving and painting and getting getting things ready for uh you know for next year. So we we expect to have these things done in in the fall. We've been working on this since last December. What the reconfiguration looks like after we launched the, the results of the strategic plan. So it's something that's been in in the planning stage. The problem is. COVID hit us and we didn't have people in the building and, you know, we didn't know if we were going to go back. So we could have probably started this process before. But since since we had since we went back to school, it's, it's, we have to wait until school is done before we can start doing some movement. 
And I'm sure students are excited to maybe be in new buildings, a new atmosphere. Um, do you have a rough estimate as to how many students in your district would be kind of replaced in a different building, um, different different atmosphere than what they, they're seeing now? Um, it, it really depends on on where you're talking. For instance, for our high school students, if you were if you were a ninth grader and we redistrict and you were at Cheney and we redistrict you and you are now in East, you have the ability and the option to stay at um, Cheney. You don't have to move. So I think that from that standpoint, I think that's what we're doing more than anything else. A lot of our students choice to a certain school district. So, I mean, I'm sorry, a certain school building. So mm -hmm. if, if they're choice into that building, it won't affect them that much. And also with our redistricting, we also, um, before our, our REC, our, our ran early college was housed in Cheney High School. So the middle college, so the middle the middle school college was housed there, but now it, it has its own building in Williamson. So Williamson is being repurposed for our um, ran early middle college. And I think that's something that's definitely gonna be positive because we get them not only closer to um, the high school, the early college high school, but we also get them closer to Youngstown State University, which is where the early college is, you know, which is what, what their goal is to be there. Okay, absolutely. All right, Mr. Jennings, I think I'm okay with my questions. Anything else that you want to add about this this new realignment plan for the district? No, I'm, I think it, I think it'll be something that's great for the district, and it'll give our parents, you know, more opportunity for choice. Um, we expect the numbers to go up in in our early college. We expect the numbers to be pretty solid in our in our hybrid virtual setting and in our elementaries as well. I think it'll it'll give our parents a level of comfort. All right, everybody. Thank you so much again for tuning in to our 21 News podcast. Uh, Mr. Justin Jennings, thank you again so much for being here. We're looking forward to seeing these re reconfiguration plans for, for the buildings and for the district students. So pretty exciting stuff. Thank you for having me as always.